Welcome to the Deeply Connected Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krieg, and it wasn't all that long ago that I was 30 kilos overweight, completely unaware. I was totally disconnected from who I was at my core, so caught up in succeeding and climbing the corporate ladder to notice I was nowhere near an identity or a life that fulfilled me. I was succeeding in many areas, but internally I was suffering. In fact, I thought that was normal. I was quite literally addicted to stress and unhelpful habits that burned me out. And now I've spent more than a decade learning from world-class experts on how to rewire my brain, address my emotions, and change my habits to transform my life from the inside out. The external goals I've achieved, including my weight loss, has been a direct result from the work I've done internally. And I've created this podcast for ambitious individuals who feel stuck in some area of their life, be it health, relationships, business or career, and who want to gain clarity and overcome doubt and overwhelm. My goal is that these podcasts will shape your perspective, increase your awareness or empower you with scientific tools that you can integrate that will change your life one small step at a time. Let's reshape your mindset, your habits, and your life. This podcast is going to be short and sharp and shiny. Um, And the reason why is because I really want you to understand a lot of the content that I share with you today. And I want you to be able to think about how it's playing out in your life. I was speaking to a professor of neuroscience the other day. He contacted me about my work and was interested in my methodology. And when we were talking about the details of my methodology, a lot of it was around how we have a natural negativity bias and that negativity bias is really fueling a lot of the things that we do and it causes us to be impulsive and reactive and we're reacting to our external environment and a lot of my work is to really help people engage their prefrontal cortex. And basically what that means is to start to act in alignment Um, with who they are and be more reflective and conscientious and mindful of the decisions they make. And as a result, that builds their self-esteem and optimism and ability to focus and gain back control and be confident and more empowered. Now, all of this is to say, well, if I was to say to you, the one thing I want you to know and understand about your brain and how it's working Actually, there's a few, but I want to start with uh, the negativity bias and what's called your reticular activating system. And if you don't know these things, I really want you to listen in. If you do know these things, listen in anyway, because it's actually going to really add value to you to hear it again and just to refresh where you're at and your perspective and to see if how it's playing out in your world, as I say. So I'm going to give you the most simplest overview of how your brain works so you understand the natural negativity bias first in a little bit more detail. So we all have what's called a limbic system of our brain. It's the most oldest part of our brain, and that's really responsible very much for our survival, if you like. And it's very focused on emotions and habits, emotions and habits. That's really what I would be saying, especially in my line of work. That's the two key areas that I'm hyper-focused on is, is emotions and habits. And that's all responsible for the limbic in, within the limbic system. Now, the prefrontal cortex is what I want 
everyone to strengthen and engage. And the prefrontal cortex is our youngest part of our brain, if you like. And that is very much responsible for our ability to be conscious and to engage in higher order thinking and our executive functioning all comes from there. Our ability to reflect and consider our actions in alignment with our vision or goals all comes from the prefrontal cortex, okay? But more often than not, we're driven from our limbic system, our reactive, our emotional part of our brain. Now, our limbic system has been designed to really help us with survival, as I say, to keep us safe and to make sure that we're always on the lookout for threats and dangers and uh, tribes that are going to kill us or animals that are going to be a threat to our survival. And it really helps us figure out who is good and who is bad, basically. Like, is this tribe someone I know or is this tribe someone that could kill me? So basically what the natural negativity bias shows in research is that we are constantly hardwired to find negative stuff, basically, to look for the things that are going to be a threat to our survival. Now, because we have evolved so much and we no longer have exposure to the elements like living outside and, and creating our own fires to keep us warm, we now have houses, we're a lot more evolved, those threats are not as prevalent to us, but yet our brain hasn't hasn't evolved in a way that stops that from happening, if you like. So now when we have a strange look from a partner or we receive an email or a text message, we instantly read into things or we're we're intentionally looking for the problem. So what's the problem within this this stimulus that we're getting. What's the problem here? What's the problem here? What's the problem here? Oh God, where's the problem? Where's the threat for our survival? So we have this natural negativity bias. And often when we're talking about negativity bias or when research is, they reference our thoughts and how our thoughts are, are, we have a certain amount of thoughts in a day and it keeps changing. The science changes, but it's around about 6,000 thoughts a day lately. That's what the research is currently showing. And of that, people report that it's about 90% of those thoughts are negative. So if we think about it, people are saying 90% of our thoughts are negative. And we also have other stimulus in our life, not just thoughts, but people and events and situations happen. And so if we think if 90% of our thoughts are negative, you could probably say that a lot of our reactions are in the sphere the sphere of fear or worry or doubt or reading into things or overthinking things. You could probably relate to this, to be honest. So basically what we're saying is most of our life, we are so worried about survival that we're looking for it. What is the thing that's going to come and attack me, kill me, be a threat to my survival, cause me to cause me some harm in some way so that we can switch on and run away or fight or um, do whatever we need to do to maintain our safety and maintain our survival. Okay, so now you understand that we have a natural negativity bias, you can probably start to understand how we are starting to, um, how we look into things or how we read into things or how we overthink things or why we feel certain ways in response to different stimulus and why our brains are are sort of ruminating fruitlessly on thoughts that may or may not be real. And this is why we have 
other therapies like rational emotive behavior therapy and cognitive behavior therapy and solution focused therapy and, and a lot of the things that I use in my line of work to really help people manage some of those things and reframe what the reality actually is. Okay, I'm going to share a tool that I would say everybody um, can definitely implement to help you with that natural negativity bias. But the first thing is definitely awareness. Okay. So it's not just you, it's a thing, right? It's our part of our part of being a human. The other thing I wanted to share is that we also have in our brains, what's called a reticular activating system, a RAS, RAS for short. And the reticular activating system is really to help you, I would say, maintain Uh, sanity with the volume of information that's coming into all of our different senses. So we have so much information coming in through our eyes, through our ears, through what we're touching, smelling, all of those senses are being engaged at any second of the day. And in order for us to maintain equilibrium, our brains need to filter in what's important to us and filter out what's not important to us. And what it chooses to filter into you, the reticular activating system's purpose is to filter in the stuff that you've been focusing on or that you're interested in. And so if you have a natural negativity bias, (laughs) you can hear where this is going, and you've been naturally focusing on the things that are scary or that you're worried about or where you have fears, and so you can hear that ruminating of thoughts or response to different people, if you're focusing on that, even if it's inadvertently, your reticular activating system is going to filter in even more of that same stuff. Okay, because it's like, oh, you care about this, don't you? Here it is. Here's more of it. Oh, you care about that, don't you? Here's more of it. The way that I've explained it uh, to many people is in the past, if I've ever worried that I was pregnant and I didn't want to have a baby at the time, um, I would always see mums and prams. And I'm like, oh my God, is that a sign? You know, it's a sign. <laughs> um, it's a sign that your reticular activating system is switched on and it's doing its job beautifully. Um, but it's a really obvious one, isn't it? So what you want to be doing is maintaining some form of control of both your natural negativity bias and also managing your reticular activating system to work for you in the way that really helps you and doesn't work against you. So I'm going to give you a tool to help you with this because it has been proven to really add a lot of value to your life and to hardwire a more happiness or positivity bias. So rather than being a passenger in your journey of life, which to be honest, most of us are when you think about our limbic system is our habits and emotionally charged center part of our brain. Most of our day is on autopilot, which means we are unconscious. And as a result, our habits are are in that limbic part of the brain as well. So we most of us are a passenger in our lives and we really want to take conscious control of our existence. And the way that you would do that is by having an intention to consciously focus on something different at different parts of your day. So rather than just being a passenger and reacting and knowing that we're fueled with thoughts that are potentially unhelpful and ruminating thoughts that are not really helping you get anywhere and the reticular activating system is just showing you more of the same. The idea is is that you would make a decision to consciously focus on something different. And if we're talking on the concept of 
creating more happiness and positivity in your life, this tool will help you do that. And at the same time, it's going to enable you to build the inner strength. So the inner determination or optimism or fulfillment or resilience or empowerment or confidence or self-worth, you know, some of the most important tools to enable you to live a fulfilled life and to enable you to bounce back from adversity and face challenges and overcome setbacks. You know, this is this and really improve your overall well-being. And this is why this is such a beautiful tool because it it cultivates those inner strengths. So what I want you to do is intentionally look for positive moments in your day. Now, where I see a lot of people doing this and going, yes, I did have a, a positive moment. This really good thing happened. And I just really, I did what you said, Kate, and I, I, I followed the steps. But what I, what I often say back to them is say, it's not the really good things that I'm talking about. It's the everyday, even mundane things that I'm talking about. So for example, what we want to be doing is looking for the happiness and the joy or the positivity in our everyday existence, including when we first wake up in the morning. And let's try and find something about waking up that makes us feel good or satisfied or happy in some way, whether or not it's the warm blankets on our body and how warm we feel in that moment, or it's the fact that the sun is shining, or you can hear a bird chirping, or even if it's raining and you can hear the rain, we've had a lot of rain here, (laughs) but you can hear the rain outside. Or when you go and have a warm shower in the mornings and you can smell your, your shower gel, or it's when you are greeted by one of your animals or one of your children and you cuddle them or you pat them, your animal that is, and you're having that positive moment. Or when it's your having your cup of tea and you're enjoying the warmth or the taste or the smell of it, or when you walk outside and you are feeling the warmth of the sun on your skin, or thinking of a friend, or thinking of a book, or thinking of a podcast that brings joy to your heart. Now, these moments is where I want you to not only find in, in your everyday, it's like the, the feel of a jumper on your skin. You know, the, I'm really talking about not the obvious stuff, but the stuff that's a little less obvious. These are the moments that you can cultivate happiness and positivity and hardwire this new happiness bias versus this um, negativity bias. So find those moments. And when you're in that moment, I want you to consciously connect to the positive experience you're having. And I want you to intentionally embellish all of the emotions that you can. So (laughs) I was about to say, like suck the life out of the moment. And I don't mean to sound bad, but you know what? Like, I actually kind of like that. It's like, yeah, bring it all in. Like just embellish. Often people hear me say marinate in it, roll around in it, engage all of your senses and be with that moment. You'll often find me doing this in my life. You'll see me on the ground with my kids and intentionally enjoying the aspects of being with them and hearing them laugh and 
and being present with them or or when I see my cat doing something cute, I'll go up and I'll just embellish her and touch her fur and love the feeling of the fur and, you know, tickle her under the chin and look at her gorgeous blue eyes and listen to her purr and really embellish in that. And I'm doing it all the time when I rock up to pick up my children from childcare or school. I'm looking outside and I'm feeling so grateful for the color of the leaves. (laughs) I genuinely have been cultivating this since 2009. I have, I first stumbled across this looking across the French Riviera and realizing that I hadn't remembered a lot of my experiences in my life and I wanted to change that. And I genuinely did this at the top of the French Riviera overlooking um, Nice And it was just a moment that I'll never forget. And that's when I really started exploring what was I doing and how did this add so much value to my life? And ever since then, I've just cultivated it. I'll never forget our wedding in 2010 when everyone's off, you know, having photos and and having their drinks and and starting the, the event. Ben and I said to Ben, let's just stay here and just be with each other right now. And I said, no photos. I don't want any photos. I just... I just want to be with Ben. And to be honest, we don't even have very good photos um, because I was just with him in that moment, just embellishing every single aspect that we had planned and we had created and we were there enjoying it. And I was there with him and I was feeling the energy and those feelings and, you know, just really that connection and those moments. And so it's something that I've cultivated. Now, they were obvious moments. You know, I'm on the French Riviera and I'm at a wedding, oh, my wedding, you know, but um, it, these are the moments that I want you to be able to incorporate in everyday aspects of your life. I even do it now when I'm I'm doing the school lunches, an ordinarily mundane task I really embellish in how I am so happy to be the type of mum that I am to focus on what's going in their lunchbox and to make sure that they're strong and healthy. And, you know, like, can you hear all of that? It's just, I really, I can really flip the narrative because I've been doing this for such a long time. And this is something I really want you to benefit from as well is how can I evoke and create intentionally positive experiences and evoke those beautiful positive emotions and marinate in them at that moment. Like let your brain, like imagine as you're doing this, you've got new neural pathways happening, neurogenesis, you know, new neural pathways are being created and you're firing and wiring all these new new pathways and you're hardwiring those new neural pathways with all these beautiful positive emotions. So imagine your brain is doing that because it's pretty much what is happening. And slowly over time, you'll be able to get to a better state of mind. You'll be able to embellish in these positive emotions. And um, this will be your natural positivity bias. You'll be more optimistic and you'll be able to bounce back and you'll, you'll hardwire this new reality. And the more you focus on those things, the reticular activating system will show you more things. So I'm always drawn to green leaves outside and I'm drawn to the sun and I'm drawn to the cats and I'm drawn to the beautiful sound of the children laughing and I'm I'm my brain is intentionally showing me all the things that I'm grateful for um, and that I'm I'm creating in my life it's showing me more things so I know that 
Um, this has been a fairly short podcast and I kind of want to do these moving forward, um, but I'll get a little bit carried away in the detail sometimes. But <laughs> um, I hope this is one that you've really understood and this is one that you can practice. And please, I love hearing from you. People message me on my Instagram. That's the place to find me these days. I'm highly focused on doing more on Instagram and just sort of channeling a lot of my efforts into one platform. So if you haven't already followed me there, please do. Um, and just connect with me. And, and you know, I, I've said it many times. I love connecting with people. So let me know how this resonates. Um, because all your feedback is super, super, super valuable to me. And I really, really appreciate hearing from you and, and building connections too. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for being here as always. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. Okay, look after yourself. Bye. Well done for taking this step, empowering you closer to a life you love. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss my updates. Now, I know my friends send me podcasts all the time, and I was just wondering, is there someone in your circle you feel would benefit from hearing this episode? Who's someone who wants to grow or improve in different areas of their life? Who you want to see fulfilled and succeeding also? Well, I would be so grateful if you shared this episode with them. It could be exactly what they need to hear. Now, thank you for your support as always and for listening, and I'll see you again next time.